It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah, <laughs> I took that out. I didn't want to start that off like that. Sorry, guys. I started the podcast bad. Yeah, that would have been bad. Wow, that's insane, Eddie. Isn't that crazy? We'll do that for the documentary. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll tell. I'll tell you more later. You're crazy. Oh, man. what kind of upper, yeah. upper gentry do you live in? Exactly. Yeah. Tell me more. Holy hell! What is upper, was he on? Was he on the other side uh, of the gate? What does upper, upper gentry, gentry mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does that Did mean? Did he tell you that story from across the gate? No, right next to the fence, Coach. We share fences. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like Wilson. Heidi Hill, neighbor. Heidi Hill, good neighbor. Scuba's in here eating Maggiano's. It looks pretty dang good. I mean, he's a bread chick. <laughs> coach, Maggiano's isn't, that's not real, is it? Yeah. Yeah, oh, Maggiano's is, is a real place. I just got it this weekend. I feel like Maggiano's is like a perfect generic Italian restaurant no. name. It's the one that's right on West End. You can see it up on the hill it, as you're driving. Yeah, and it's in the Domain in Austin. and they're Oh, everywhere. I didn't know. Yeah, Maggiano's. Yeah. Uh, dude, Maggiano's is the first place I ever went to eat with my brother and his now wife. Hey, kid. I was meeting him for dinner. I love the bread. Okay, and we show you up. You remind me of my... They were already there, and so they're in the bar area, and we go in there, and we're like, hey, so we didn't get a table. They're like, oh, no, it's like a 30 to 45-minute wait. I'm like, okay, so we get a drink, and we're sitting there, and in exactly 30 minutes, on the dot, we don't have a table. My brother's now wife gets up, goes to the hostess stand, and chews them out. Excuse me, you told me 30 minutes. It has now been 31 minutes, and we do not have a table. So what is the problem here? And they're like, well, ma'am, you know, 30 minutes is an estimate because, you know, you have reservations. Some people take longer to eat than others, and some are some have bigger parties. She's like, would you rather wait on a reservation or someone in your restaurant ready to be a paying customer right now? And they're like, well, ma'am, you know, and my brother looks at me and goes, well, I said 30 to 45. But your I brother's just, like, I love her. He, her no, no, he was like, look at her. He goes, I told her just 30. I didn't know that at 31 minutes she was going to go do that. 
And I mean, she just chewed into this poor hostess. Did you like that? Batter no, it was so awkward. You don't need to talk about how much money she makes. It was so awkward. <laughs> so when they did call our table three minutes later, I just sat at the bar. And I waited. And there, once they were sitting down, I went and met them at the table because I was like, no, nah, that ain't right. I was like, this is so awkward. Avoid confrontation. And that's when I knew. I was like, whoa. Yeah, don't mess with her. I love my sister. I mean, is that not crazy, Is that though? when Batter's Box started growing his beard? To go into hiding? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then No, the, they weren't married yet. He married her after that. Yes, no. And the first time I ever met her, yeah. we were at the lake, and it was introduction. Oh, hey. And they met at work. Swinging. And uh, my brother Real, real quick, like, let me stop you. Do you think your brother wants you to tell these stories? I don't know. Ready to record? <laughs> I mean, you think your 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 brother wants you to tell these stories? Probably. They don't paint her in a great light. Yeah, <laughs> really don't. So before you carry on with this story, do you think better box is okay with this? Yes. I'm okay. never listening he, to the podcast again. He's fine with it. So then the first <laughs> podcast, he told me, "Oh my gosh, you'll never believe." She got so mad at me this week, and I'm like, "Well, what happened?" He was like, "You know, I was headed to work, and I stopped at a taco truck to get some breakfast tacos." And I said, oh, man, I should get her a breakfast taco. And I took it to her at her desk, and she got pissed off. And I'm like, well, why did she get I mad? I put sauce on it. And she looked at, <laughs> she looked at me. One in a million. And she said, this is cold. I would never bring you cold food. Wow. She's a keeper. Yeah, and, and, he, and he still married her? Yeah, and, I was, and, he go, and my brother goes, what would you have done? I would be like, peace. We'd have broken up right there. That would have been that the end. moment. That moment would have been the end for me. Like, I, and I was like, so you did the nice thing of thinking about bringing her a breakfast taco, and she got mad because it was cold that you didn't get to work and go to the microwave and heat it up, that you just brought it to her desk. They worked together? That's where they met. Oh, okay. Oh, I thought you couldn't fraternize. You shouldn't fraternize. Well, they weren't. They were. They were not superior. And um, no, no, no. It's, it's apparently not, not it's, everybody plays by them rules. <laughs> I, I think you're allowed to coach. date your coworker. It's just you can't be supervisor role in a no. Subordinate. It's not. It, that's not that though. Yeah, you're right. That's probably a rule. But more than that, if it doesn't work out, you got to work with your ex. Yes. And that's where that's not good. Yes, but they don't work together anymore. Okay. When we they just the, live together. When we had the phone screener position, Bazer thought about applying. I was like, hell no. You would be under me, and I'd be slapping that ass every day. Sort of like Arnold. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Slap him. <laughs> All right, we starting? Yeah, go ahead. Right. I thought that was it. Yeah, I was accidentally recording, so I'll go ahead and hit this. Arnold, get back. Shout out to my sister-in-law. Is Arnold back? Yeah, I saw him active on the Facebook page. Where's he been? I just beat the crap out of him. I'm going to hit this. It all started when a dumbass met another dumbass, and they met another dumbass, and they became the dumbass trio of the end. Arnold, never get near the microphone. That's where I put my mouth. Get five feet back. I'm going to do it live. We are the one, two, three. Sore What up, everybody? I am Penis. Lunchbox. I know the most about sports. Penis. So I'll give you the sports facts, my sports like. opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. All right. What's up, everyone? I'm Eddie, and I know the least about sports, but I'm your average sports fan. You're a sports watcher. Don't know the who's who's, or I don't know the what's what's. Point. Gosh. Ah. 
No, no, don't do that. I got an email. Hold on. Oh, hey. Todd emailed you? Intro. No, Todd didn't email me. He wants money for his his saying? Yeah, he he trademarked it, he said. Guys, let me go ahead and segue. This is how you properly do it in the radio industry. I'm Sizzit. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville, Tennessee with Baser. Rent is increasing. We will continue to hunker down until inflation absolutely kills us because we're running out of money. I checked the piggy bank the other day, and there wasn't but a nickel in there. Oh, I'm sorry, Coach. Guys, have you ever rubbed two pennies together? Mm. I'm about at that point. Uh, Over to you. Yo, dumbass. Can we stop with the godforsaken advantage gotcha (laughs) quote? It's quite freaking annoying. Uh, puke. Thanks. Advantage gotcha. Peace, my brothers. Jeff. That's not very peaceful, Jeff. Well, that's right. He, he, he doesn't what like did it. He, what did he sign this, the email? Hey, dumbasses. Yo, dumbass, number one. Oh, it's to you then. <laughs> oh, you think yo, dumbass, number one? Well, yeah, because they send you emails. We don't check them. He said, yo, dumbass, number one. I guess I'm the dumbass. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. is it you because you're the one that says advantage? Oh, gosh. I don't say I've never said it. What time was that sent at? Uh, good question. That's a great point, coach. It was sent at 3? 10.54 a.m. Oh, well, he right, wasn't drinking. He, maybe he was. I was wrong on that one. And you were wrong on the home run derby. Before and he nailed it. Before the show, hold on, before we go to that, before the show started, you were talking about uh, your restaurant experiences and waiting 30 minutes to be seated, right? Yeah. It made me think of something. One time, I met my family at a restaurant and it was jam packed. And there were no reservations. It was just a big waiting room and people waiting to get called. You put your name on the list. And in the meantime... Were you on Church Street? <laughs> no, it was another city. It was another city. So I tell my mom, like, hey, there's two seats at the bar. Let's go sit there and get a drink. And, you know, dad and my brother and my sister can wait outside in the waiting area. So, all right, let's go get a drink. So we go. I order a drink. My mom gets a drink. And we sit there. And the bartender is like, all right, cool. Here's your drink. Blah, 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 blah. Jack and Coke. We start drinking. And he looks at his... Marguerite like, on the rocks. He looks at us. He goes, mom's shooting tequila. Are you guys going to sit there the whole time? You want food? No, no, we're waiting on a table. He's like, well, you can't wait for a table here. What? And I said, dude, we ordered drinks. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, we're you're, having, in, you're in the clear. We're having our yeah. drinks at the bar. Absolutely, you're allowed to sit there. If you sit there and order water and no food while you're waiting for your table, not cool. Right. I'll take two crackers, a ketchup packet, and some water. He goes, uh-uh. No, 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 man. Get get up. We got. I got other customers here. Who wants a drink? Who else wants a drink? And this guy's like, I'll, t- I'll take a beer or whatever. He's like, hey, if you want to sit down, you can I'll sit down with Jack. You can sit down where these two are sitting. Got any seltzer? I'm like, why is he going to sit if he's ordering a beer and I can't sit while I'm drinking my beer? And my mom's like, just let it go. Just leave it. I'm like, no, 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 mom. No, mom. No, no mom. No, mom. No, get no. Your, mom, get your hands mom, off me. This is my time to stand up for myself. Mom, get your hands back up, mom. He <laughs> <laughs> his mom. <laughs> get your hands off me. And the dude was like trying to make a valid point. And I'm like, you're stupid, dude. Like, you're stupid. Oh, you showed him. I showed you're my, stupid. I didn't move. I sat right there. Like, no one's going to move me. I'm going to drink my drink here until my table's ready. So you won. And he goes, oh, you're going to sit there the whole time? And then my dad goes, hey, our table's ready. I'm like, oh, actually, I'm going to get up and go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> the dude was ready to fight oh, me, man. Did you leave a tip? What? Did you leave a tip? Hell no. I didn't leave a tip. And that was great because I paid the drink in cash. So no tip for you, mother. <laughs> Dude, that was cra- I was in the right though, right? You're absolutely in the right. I don't know why you would think that you can't sit there. If you ordered a drink, that spot is yours. He made it seem like no, no, no. I want someone who's going to be drinking a lot at that sitting there. I, I want someone who's going to gonna be drinking all night there. I at that need bar. to know the restaurant. 
It's uh, like a boat. Oh, boathouse. Oh, and you got a buddy named Sam? I'd say it's like a boat. <laughs> I'd say it's a boat, and but he was Sam wasn't there that day. Sam's boat. No, it, no, no, it wasn't Sam's boat, man. I think Sam was borrowing it from it someone. It looks like a boat. That's so interesting. Oh, I went there with Billy. <laughs> Come on, guys. I know the exact spot. I would assume Horns up. <laughs> that most people sitting there are waiting for a table. I would think. I don't think most people eat at the bar. I mean, there are a few that do eat at the bar and have their food. But if you're waiting for a table, you sit at the bar and have a drink. That's the customary thing at a restaurant. Yes. Now there are people that show up to the club, to the bar, to the restaurant, or whatever, and say, "Hey, I'm not. I don't want to wait for a table. I will eat at the bar." Yes, I get that. I see that every once in a while. But I just think at night most people are there to get a table, so they don't mind having a drink while they're waiting for their table. Yeah. And I've never seen a bartender tell them you can't sit there because you're only ordering one drink. It was absurd, dude. First time for everything, boys. Just like Juan Soto winning the home run derby for the first time. Guys, this is two days old. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. 
Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Eddie, good work. Thank you. No, how about Ray? Congratulate Ray, dude. No, Ray picked three different, four different players, so he got one of them right. Ray, you're Schwarber. I mean, dude, could he, could he, did he hit more than four home runs? I don't know. That was before the research, but yeah, I was just sitting here spitballing it, and then I got home and I was like, Man, before I bet on this thing, I better do some research. And I dug deep, and there was no reason in the world to pick Schwarber. He was good in 2018. He might be second in home runs this year, but his swing for a home run derby is so slow. What did the research say about this, the Seattle Mariners kid? Dude, I watched footage of him. His The ball didn't pop off his bat during regular season games. That night was very special. He might have been on steroids. It's a little different, right, when you're getting thrown. Uh, yeah, uh, a little batting practice. <laughs> but here's the thing. There's as much pressure on the hitter. It's your pitcher is just oh, as I important. I think there's more pressure on the pitcher. I felt bad for the pitchers because it's like no, man, a pitcher. A couple of them apologized, and the guy goes, "No, my bad. We're good," or something. Soto's like that. pitcher was god awful. Well, I think it was Soto's fault because he told him to move back, and once he moved I back, that, yeah. that's when he sucked. Like he couldn't. He was oh down, low, high, inside, outside. He was all over the place because I felt like it was a little farther than he's used to throwing batting practice. And it was a disaster. And Pete Alonzo, what a terrible strategy. Hold on. Let me meditate. Guys, we're going to show Pete Alonzo every time he's in the locker room with his eyes closed, looking like he's taking a crap. Um, Coach, I thought he was taking a crap. I'm like, zoom out. I mean, I want to see him sit on the toilet. Everybody else slapping ugly, slapping each other's butts. you know, Having fun, goofing other, off. Hitting another guy in the crotch, you know, stuff like that. What is so or not? So what is Alonzo the polar bear doing? He's um, hibernating until his exact at bat because he thinks he's going to win a three peat. Congrats, dude! You're a three peat home run winner. You weren't, but that's that's an award. Hey, let me let me show you Pete Alonzo what he does just to get ready for the home run derby. Um, no, they showed him lifting weights too to get his legs going. Oh, he was. Yeah, before well, this is going to get you tired. And also what we learned is next year's home run derby, everybody's going to take notes. It's all about speed. People like Schwarber was swinging way too slow. His pitcher, Alonzo's pitcher was slow. Was that his dad? No, that's the funny part. Alonzo, what a terrible strategy. They said, oh, this guy used to be the BP pitcher for the Mets. He retired. So this is the first time Pete Alonzo has seen him all year. So you're going to rusty. He's rusty. And he's going to guess what? The guy hasn't thrown a baseball in a year. (laughs) <laughs> He's been drinking beers by the beach. And you're going to come, and why not bring the BP practice coach now, like that you have now, yeah. and have him throw? Instead, this guy was all over the place, too, and you could see Pete Alonzo getting pissed off as he's hitting. He's, oh, he like, was so he knew he was losing, so oh, then he got real mad. But, yeah, he tried for the three-peat and failed, and then the guy who had it figured out was J-Rod. J-Rod had a pitcher that didn't even move his legs. Yes. All he did was move his arm. Because he would hit five home runs in about 10 seconds. J-Rod flew in a buddy from somewhere else to be the pitcher. Really? Yeah, that's what they said. That's a backstory. Love it. Now, that's almost I, like the jockey info you never knew you really needed. It was the first time <laughs> I've watched Home Run Derby in years. 
And they still oh, need. What did you think? They still need to tweak it. Okay, they need but, Chris but, Berman. Back, 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 back. It could go all they don't, the They don't way. need Chris Berman because no. the balls go out even faster now, and so Chris Berman would be behind the whole time. Were you confused about little extra times and timeouts and all yes. that? I'm sure the cha- the game's changed a lot since you watched it. Here's the thing. with the bonus, 30 no, no. seconds. The extra time. Why T-Mobile? The extra time is uh, stupid. Uh, the extra time is stupid. No, it's There's, not. You I love hit it. one 440, you get 30 extra seconds. Yeah, right. It's absolutely stupid because they're already going to be exhausted. So we're going to add in a minute to their time so they can be even more exhausted no, no, for the no, next you're round. You're provoking them to get exhausted by giving them the incentive to hit it 440 yards. It, it's Feet. 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 It, it's just stupid. Have it three minutes, and that's it. No bonus time for hitting it long. No Because bo- everybody's going to get the bonus time, guys. But that's why they have a timeout. And, and J-Rod does not, did not get the bonus, and that's why he lost. He got 30 seconds. Uh, yeah, but he didn't get – he, because he, he was didn't in, hit one four forty. Right. Because he was exhausted exactly. from the earlier round. But Soto wasn't. It's all about strategy. You know the rules. Follow, do, come up with your the, strategy. The, the extra time is stupid. It's so dumb. I love it. And then also, I, the timer the, – the clock is cool, but the only problem is you don't see half the home runs because – there's, I agree with you totally. It's like split screen. Sometimes they're just showing the hitter, and then they flash back to the hitter after he hits it, and you don't even know if it's they, okay. Okay. The, the ball to, hasn't even gone out of the park yet, hold on, and Ray. they're pitching Here's another the pitch. Guys used to take more time at hitting these home runs because I guess it wasn't timed or something. Right. It was, it was certain, you got ten outs. Okay, so that's what it was. So they would take pitches. Now they, these guys are hitting them out so fast. The camera guy has no idea what to do. He has you, no. We only saw about half the home runs. Exactly. <laughs> okay, so you're <laughs> like so I saw back one. In the day. They were like, "Oh, Soto just hit his first, and then the, the, the whoever was doing the commentating, the other guy goes, "No, actually, that's his third. And he goes, "Oh, I guess I missed those two. And I mean, I might like, need to be in the announcing booth because a couple of them, the announcer would be like, oh, that's way foul, not a home run. Nope, it hit the pole. That was a home but run. But were they talking about that ball or the ball before? That's what I'm saying. No it idea. was so all over the place that you didn't know when the ball was going out. Like, it would be delayed because he would hit, next pitch, then a number would just pop on the screen, then he'd hit again. I mean, it was just So like, you're saying no clock, let them just no, I pace li- themselves. The I, clock's good. The clock is good. But then you can't. Uh, Production-wise, you're not going to see every. But that's the hard part. And, and there's rumors online that they missed a Schwarber home run, they so did. he would have tied Pujols. How do yeah. you know, Coach? Well, Pujols, it was at 12 when it was in the guy's hand, so Pujols never got to 13. Right. Schwarber, <laughs> ESPN didn't even count one of his home runs, and hopefully this didn't stop recording because I hit the space bar. We're good. But Schwartz, so there was a switch up there, and then yeah, there was multiple times where the ball was still in the guy's hand. It had to be out of the pitcher's hand for it to count. Yes. But, ESPN wasn't strict about it. They were trying to be family and fun, but guess what? People are betting a lot of money. Like I don't understand yes. the, the the buzzer. If the buzzer is the buzzer, then let it be the buzzer. And you're I, right. And this is fun exhibition. It's all fun and games. But the right? winner gets a million dollars. They do. Yes. Not just the trophy, dude. The guy J Rod made seven hundred thousand dollars playing baseball. He could have won a million in one game. In yeah, but he made seven hundred fifty thousand. He only got fifty thousand. No, seven fifty. Oh, he did. Yes, that's second night? place. Wow. Well, I mean, it's it's probably an honor just to get. You have to. In get, the home well, I think you have to give them incentive, sort of like the dunk competition in the NBA should be five million dollars. So that way you actually get good dunkers and you get people instead of no names and yeah. you have dunks and like the dunk contest has become unwatchable because they miss so many dunks. It's like this is terrible. But if I put five million dollars out there, guess who's going to play? LeBron. Question: Who's allowed on the field? And, everybody. And, oh, okay, so so everyone, anybody and everybody, everyone and anybody can get be on the field, right? So, do you have to wear your jersey, or do you like some of those guys dress like they're ready to play, and some people just showed up like in board shorts? 
So like, what's the attire? Like, hey, dude, are you gonna wear? Are you gonna wear your whole uniform? Because some Cardinals just dressed up like they were playing that night. Yeah, and they weren't. And they weren't. And then you had like, I mean, even uh, Manny, what's his name? Machado. Machado. He dressed like he was gonna play that night. But Vlad had his shirt off. But Vlad's like ready to go to the beach. Yes. Sandals. <laughs> he probably just came from the beach. Yeah. And he just took an Uber over to the stadium and didn't have time to change. Maybe I don't know. Marte looked like he was just ready to just chill. <laughs> I mean, he was watching it looked like he was watching the home run derby from the house and then just showed up. Then also, who are the kids in the outfield? And how are they not getting plucked well, by balls? Some of them are amazing catches. No, true. no, some are. But then I'm like, there's the the speed of what it's going, I'm like, how can they keep track of all the balls coming at them? Oh, they they can't. I mean, dude, that that is a machine. Ah, oh, it's a terrible reference. Coach, that is a lightning bolt of. It's like a pitching love machine it, love out it, there. Love yes, it, love yes. It, love it. Thank you, coach. Yeah. Thank you. Another question. Uh, you know the tarps that they put over certain areas of the outfield. Yeah. Like you do not go in this area. Oh, but, center field. But, but people were still getting in there to catch balls. Yes. And they would fall over because they were stepping on things that. Who knows? They're what was stepping under, on the tarp where there's nothing underneath. Who knows it. what was under that tarp and they're tripping over it while they're trying to catch balls? Do those guys get kicked out? No, for, there's no rules for the home run derby. There, there was a, did you? There was a big fight in the outfield over at home run derby. What happened? I don't know. Oh. Over a ball. I assume. Well, I mean, obviously, I you assume would. you're going after a ball. You land on someone, then you start fighting. I don't understand. Somebody from Sore Losers Nation caught a ball from uh, J Rod. Yes. And did you see it was autographed by who? The players that are hitting those balls autograph them before they hit them. And all, so maybe that's all why the, the balls. Yes, yeah. every ball they they have their own special balls in their bucket. So they signed them all Schwarber before. Schwarber only needed to sign like four, though. Coach. Schwarber was the biggest letdown. Also, the dude from uh, the Guardians, what was his name? Ramirez. Jose Ramirez. Switch hitter in a home run derby that's it's, it's about 5'8". Uh, he's not going to hit very well. Coach, I'm, I thought that was Manny Ramirez. <laughs> cousin. Is it cousin? I have no idea. I mean, Coach, I turned the TV on. I'm like, oh, man. How'd he do? Huh? Did he hit a lot? I have no, no idea. He, he was really bad. I, I watched J Rod against um, J Rod killed polar Peter, bear uh, Alonzo, and then I watched uh, Juan Soto versus Pujols. So it was only two. Do you I like Pujols? God, that poor guy. He couldn't did, hit it. I, I did, but it's it's like he went on a streak though where he hit about five. It's like pops. It's like your dad showing up and everyone being like, it was. Yeah, and then he had all his is, kids out there. It's cool. And I, I did like his kids. He was dripping sweat, and one of his kids was wiping his head down, yeah. drying the sweat off. I thought it was his pretty cool. His daughter was putting baby powder Dude, in his balls. I, th- I thought he was going to get pissed or like, stop. I'm like, enough, stop. Like, cameras are on me. But he was just hey, taking it like a dad, you know? Like, just <laughs> the daughter was rubbing his face with a towel. I will give Hilarious. my, I, I want to give my dad credit because I called him after the pod on Monday and he Very was like, dad, love you. and we were talking about it. And he goes, I'm going to tell you, he goes, Pujols is going to beat Schwarber. And I was like, dad, come on. He goes, no, he can do it for one round, but then he won't be able to do anything else. Good call. But. No, he still only hit like 30. I mean, he didn't even hit very many. You guys are all cute with your little conversations. Put some money up, uh, with, with, that, with all your little theories. Put some money down. Got him. You guys love chatting like, hey, yep. no, no, no way the Cowboys are going to be 500. Like, Got put, box, Dad. Put money, dude. I did put money. No, all you guys. Hey, kid, I bet Willie Mays wins the All-Star hey, MVP. Password Willie Mays Hayes. <laughs> hey. I think the American League's gonna win the All Star Game, kid. No, I, I didn't got, watch a second of that. Got better I, I just don't understand. No, I watched one half inning. I don't understand you guys talk, talking and arguing sports when you don't put any money down on it. Why? Like you guys are so strongly strong opinionated on certain things, but you guys argue till all right, Dad, I'm home. I gotta I gotta stop the conversation and get in the house. But you won't put money on. It. But but it's the thing of being right. 
And that's what's always going to drive everybody. You always want to be right, and that almost supersedes money. We yes. add the addition of money, which makes it a little bit nicer, but the being right is such a powerful thing, and I'll hang up and listen. I'd rather get paid to be right than think like in my rocking chair like, <laughs> I showed them I was right. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather my bankroll tell me, hey, you were right. You got paid. Soto hit more home runs. Soto won the home run derby. You win. You were right. That's a reward. I mean, J-Rod hit 80-something home Dude, runs. he should have won the Juan Soto thing. hit 50. I mean, who won the home run derby? Juan Soto. <laughs> well, the way that it's the structure. I, I, I that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, those were the rules. And I the, get it. The structure of Major League Baseball, it's not the team with the most wins. It's the team that wins the World Series at the right time. Thank you. The playoff games. That's oh. a point. Hey, hit the, hit the point. <laughs> hit the point. <laughs> point bub. Hey, you better hang up and listen. I mean, the good. Seattle Mariners, 116 wins that one year. I don't even think they did anything in the playoffs. Maybe they went to the World Series. No, Dude, I don't think they did. It's, no. It's it was crazy. like the most winningest team of all time, and they sucked in the playoffs. Well, hell, it's like back in the day, the Giants and the uh, Braves were in the freaking same division, and they, they both won over 100 games, <laughs> and there was no wild card. So the Giants didn't get in the playoffs. That's dumb. That's, that's incredible. A, that's a rocker story. Well, what about uh, freaking – who's another team? Basketball, baseball. Oh, the Warriors. They had the most wins of all time. They didn't win the title. Uh, also, the Patriots won every game except oh. for the Super Bowl. Yeah, against the 500 damn 9-7 and seven New York Giants. Good God. Or nine. I mean, I think they were like 9-7, and seven, but I don't know. I just made that up. But, yeah, if you they were a J-Rod better, holy crap. I mean, it was like 8 or 9-1. to one. You thought you had you it in the bag. You were, well, I mean, the finals, it was minus 300. He was a massive favorite against Soto. Soto starts out, didn't hit a home run for 30 seconds, and then hit about 11 in 10 seconds. And then he was at like 30 seconds left, and all he needed was three, and then he had overtime. It was then we go to overtime, then the extra time, then the double extra time because he, he hit like 500 he was feet. Tired, and then man. He was gassed. He needed three in the final minute, and I was like, "That's what did we put? We put 30 on it? Yeah, that's our limit, 30. So we had 30 to win 150, I believe. And I was like, Laura, oh, my gosh, he needs three Who? in a minute. Bazer. Oh, your wife. And I go, he needs two. He needs one. And obviously ESPN was off of the counter, and I was like, we won. And then the counter still said it was tied. <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. Dude, the the counter, counter is so slow. You thought. So stupid. You thought the pitchers were slow. The counter was even slower. The announcers were ten times slower than all that. Unless you're a gambler and you were actually following every home run, what you were watching on the TV was never accurate. Never hang up and because sometimes they they look like they're flying out and then they go back to the batter and you're like, well, did that get out or not? They wouldn't show you. you Have no idea. That's why you tell which judge them on your own. You can kind of tell which ones are going out though, huh? Oh, oh, some of them, dude, some, of some those just laser, got over the wall. Dude, those laser beams to left and right, some that Soto hit, you didn't know they were a home run. It was such a line drive, and it would creep over the right field wall. Coach Schwarber would hit, and he'd be like, man, that's out of here, and then he'd go right over second base. Or, dude, the <laughs> final round, freaking Julio, uh, J-Rod, you would think it was a home run, but he lost all his power, so all it was was a massive pop-up. Yeah, yeah. And then he was like 10 feet short. We never could tell that because the camera was all over the place. Hey, don't they make a home run look so freaking easy, though? They do. Well, I mean, they're just like Cam Smith. Didn't he make a birdie look so easy at one of the toughest golf courses in the world? Coach, we're not supposed to talk about golf. Yeah, Eddie made a birdie look easy yesterday. Oh, my gosh. We're not talking about professional golf. Can we talk about this? Go ahead, man. Hey, Ray, I don't Ray. really want to talk about Ray, it. Ray, Ray, it was beautiful, dude. I dreamt about it all night. How many deep were you? I won. I just had one. That's always fun. Coach, I I got to, man. It's first, a Tuesday. Let, hold on, let me start. Let me let me start oh with my God, the Eddie, stress. Eddie, oh my God. Dude, this is why I got a beer, Ray. Normally, I don't drink when I play golf. I didn't know you guys played the stress at Ted Rhodes. It was Nashboro. Yeah, it's it's the. Don't go there. No, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> it's a good course with a lot of history. Don't go there. It's a tough course. 
Coach, so Lunchbox says, hey, don't worry. I booked us a tea time. 12.30. We'll have plenty of time. We should be done at work by 11. Coach, we don't get done with work till 12 o'clock. I'm like, dude, I still have to do videos. I still got other. I got to do a commercial. Like, I got, I'm not going to make it. Fine, I'll call him. I'll push it back. Hey, golf now. Yeah, I got a chance. One o'clock. We pushed it back. One o'clock. I'm like, all right, dude, I'll start working. I'm hammering away, dude, before you know it. He says, it takes 20 minutes to get there. Take your time. I look at the clock. I'm like, it's 20 till. I'm, screw it. I shut my computer. I'm like, I got to go. I got to go. I run out the door, coach. The GPS says 25 minutes. Well, you're going to pull a pits. You're at the first hole in your sandals. I'm like, I'm not going to make 100%. it. I'm not going to make it. Dude, I'm flying, dude. What's that? What color is that? Is that red light? Ah, it. <laughs> Coach, I've never passed anyone on the turning lane before. Never. This one dude is going too slow. I passed him in the turning lane. You're talking about the naked statues of the whip around? <laughs> the whip around. Hey, King tried to yell at me. King. I'm like, not right now, not King. Today, I'm going to King, go get a job. You know what? Hit up Zillow. <laughs> freaking go coach i cut four minutes from that gps time i get there at 101 wow and i pull up slide into the parking lot and i park and i see lunchbox putting his shoes on at his car i'm like what the hell is he doing like i need him to hold the tee it's 101 he should be on the tee box and i should be running up and we should go hit he, I was like, dude, it's 101. He goes, ah, don't worry. I push it back. 110. We're fine. I'm like, you son of a. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I could have got thrown in the slammer for driving 90 miles per hour, you dumbass. No, when I got there, you weren't there. So I went in there and said, hey, can you let them go in front of us? <laughs> Coach. I mean, I, I, so wait, then, I mean, so, dude, you're scheduling this out like it's a freaking Comic-Con. So then he texts me. He goes, because because I go in and go use the restroom. He texts me. He goes. We're cart 24. I'm getting food. All right. So I load up on cart 24. I sit there for about a minute. At least he didn't get a Subway sub that one time. He came <laughs> no, no, no. Like, I, I, if here. there was any harder food to eat, I can't think of it. It's got to be a Subway sub. No, we used to get Zaxby's, the chicken tenders. <laughs> what happened but that's too hard. sub? So, Ray, I'm glad you brought that up because I did put an online order for my Jersey Mike's, right? <laughs> I did it, Ray. He did. It's right by the course. And so I put it in. There's it's nothing a- easier to eat than a Jersey Mike on the course. <laughs> hey, lettuce flying everywhere. <laughs> Shredded lettuce. <laughs> so I roll. I, I put in my order, and it says it'll be ready at 12.05 p.m., right? So I get there at 12.50. No, 12.45. And I walk in, and I'm looking. I'm like, man, there's no to-go order out here. And I look, and I can see my ticket on the back line where they do the to-go orders. So I'm standing there by the register, and this lady looks at me, and she goes, Honey, you waiting for a to-go order? And I'm like, Yeah. She goes, It's not ready, and it ain't going to be ready for a long time. Wow. Damn. Hello. And I'm like, Okay. Well, I already paid <laughs> I for it. I have no it. response to that and, 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 at the and, moment. And, ATM. Right. So there's, and there's a line. I'm like, I ain't got time to wait in line. So I took my bag of chips and left. Hey, <laughs> so, hey so so he Rich. leaves, right? That's oh, I, I don't care about a nine dollar sub. What What do you want me to do? F you, lady, like Johnny Cash said. How, what was I gonna do? I would uh, 
take two bags of, bags of chips. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and a drink. And a drink. I'm taking these. Okay. okay. You, you may keep my sandwich, but I'm taking these <laughs> chips. Coach, that's a statement. You take nine bags of chips. Coach, so he's still very, very hungry, right? So, <laughs> of course he is. So he texts me while I'm in the bathroom. He's like, I'm, a, you know, cart 24, I'm getting food. I load up in cart 24, put my bag up, get my glove, my balls, everything, put them in a little slot, sit there for about a minute. I'm like, you know what? If he's still waiting for food, I'll go get food. Oh, I'm, my gosh. You are guys the worst I'm, people at a golf course. Because <laughs> you know what? I was like, I'm, I'm hungry. Dude, you know how many old timers set their watches to tea times? Yes. Yeah. And we, yeah. Coach, so I go up to the restaurant, and there's no one in there, just lunchbox waiting at the counter. <laughs> If you got it to go order, it ain't happening soon. <laughs> it and won't I, be ready for a long time. And, like, okay. and I go, you still waiting for your food? He's like, yeah, yeah, he's making it in the back. I'm like, well, what'd you ask for? Chicken fried steak? <laughs> <laughs> nope. I asked for peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> That's the easiest thing to <laughs> make. Listen, Coach, Coach, hold on. I, I wanted like a hot ham and cheese. They didn't have that. And I Don't I mean, got it. A hamburger was going <laughs> to take. Don't got it. A hamburger going <laughs> to take too long to cook. I'll take a piece of bread and I'll butter yes. it myself. We're out, that. we're out of that. <laughs> I mean, it's like, okay. I, hey, Coach, so he goes, oh, oh, a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. And I look, it's one of those, you know, kitchens where you, in the back. Saloon it's got doors. Saloon <laughs> swinging doors. And you can see in the, in the crack. <laughs> and, I, and I look back there and this dude's got one bread and a knife. <laughs> <laughs> he's scooping the peanut butter out. We may be the dumbest Americans. Coach, Coach he's scooping the peanut butter out like one scoop. There we another go. Another scoop. Put it, oh shoot, it fell off the knife. Let me get more. <laughs> get more. And he got a pile on the on the knife. You know, it's like nice and high. Puts it on the bread. Spreads it once. Kind of goes back over at the other. <laughs> oh my I'm gosh. Like, Hurry up! What are <laughs> we doing? It's peanut I mean, butter and jelly. <laughs> he took. It took him seven minutes oh to make two gosh. peanut butter and jellies. That's it. Seven minutes because I thought that would be the easiest thing to get. <laughs> Listen, and it took course, him seven hey, minutes. The golf course pros. I don't know what they're good at, but it's definitely not the cooking. No, I'm saying what it's they're good at. Definitely not the customer service. Charging you. No, they're good at wasting time at being slow at everything. Everything. It, it's the. It's unbelievable how they just take their time well, and, and act like no one's in a hurry. They're in a hurry for you to tee off and keep everything on schedule. Pace the play. Pace the play. But when we stop to get our damn food, guess what they got? All the time in the world. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. 
I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for the eligible bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And it's a hierarchy, I believe, at the golf pro shop. You get Once you get off the lawn, you're no longer mowing, digging, raking, sacking, bagging, that stuff. Darting. Yes. Then you're in the clubhouse. So guess what? You can frown the whole time. You watch golf. God. You're negative at America because you don't get to play you golf. Hate everybody that walks in there. And you kind of give us that look like, uh, you know what? I don't care about your service. My course will run on its own. Anyways, Eddie, continue. All right. So Lunchbox is playing great. Dude. I don't. These $1,000... Lessons he's been taking, Coach. I mean, he's a different player. Thank you, Enrique. I appreciate you grabbing my nuts. His drives, Coach, are going about 210 yards. Thank you, Enrique, for this the extra 10 yards. Unheard of. Oh, 11. I've been playing golf with you for over 10 years. Maybe 15 years. He's hitting the ball like I've never seen him hit before. Dang, Coach. Liv. Par. Par. Oh, I got a bogey. Oh, birdie putts. I mean, he is freaking playing like he's been playing golf his whole life. Just call me a bird, an eagle to be exact. I couldn't make a putt to save my life. I mean, dude, I probably three putted what? 12 times, 13 times, no, 14 not that times? Many times. Eddie, let me hold your hands but and show you how I putt. We did have more respect for Rory after he two putted every hole. We were like, man, come on, dude. You got to make a putt every once in a while. We weren't making any putts, though. Every three putt, he would say, I'm sorry, Rory. I apologize every time. My bad, Rory. I'm sorry, Rory. I didn't mean to badmouth you. Coach, so I'm two strokes back going into the 17th. No, here, here's the truth. He was four strokes back going into 16. I mean, that's the truth. Uh, I like starting in the 17th. You yeah, fell but, apart late. But I triple bogey 17. You fell apart. You fell apart. No, here's the thing. 16. Trip, triple bogey 16 without a penalty stroke. 
So I didn't lose a ball. I didn't lose. No, I just, it. I got to the, I was 100 yards from the green in two shots. It took me three more shots to get it on the damn green. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's unacceptable. Oh, you're telling me. So, anyway, going into the 17th. God, I'm, uh, still get, man, gives me the creeps. I'm two strokes back. And I'm like, dude, this, I, haven't t- I haven't told Lunchbox, dude, I'm, I'm glad we can finally play together and be competitive. This is fun because it's an actual match. Dude, for the last, like, 10 years, it's been brutal. I've been beating Lunchbox by 30 strokes every freaking round. Dude, remember the time you and me went to overtime? Extra holes? <laughs> Hell yeah, that's fun, right? You remember we, that we forever. We had to play a 19th. <laughs> and, and, we, and we felt like everybody was watching. It was just us, though. <laughs> That was fun. Okay, continue. So I'm two strokes back in the 17th. We go. It's a par five. Dog I, leg right. I par it. Lunchbox bogeys it. I oh, mean, my hold gosh. On, hold on. I am, after two shots, hell of, yard, hard, hell of a drive. Hell of a drive. Great second shot. Put myself 77 yards from the middle of the green, and I go up to it, and I hit it straight right. And I'm like, you got to be freaking kidding me. That's called a slice. No, 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 no. There was no, <laughs> no slice. No, no, it was straight. Straight. <laughs> it was straight. Straight right. Like, I don't know you were what. angled right for no, no reason. Just I, I, something with my chipping. It's, it happens. Talk to my trainer on Monday. So we, bo- I bogey. Then we go to 18. He bogeys, I par. So I'm like, all right, 18, this is it. I have to rip it. Coach, I freaking. I mean, he comes out of his shoes. The tightest grip I've ever had on my driver, coach. I freaking swung for the fences. Make perfect contact. This ball, what, 300, 310? Uh, maybe 230. Okay. Dang, Rory. Coach, killed it. All right, lunch, you're up. Eddie, I got the yips. About 215 right down the middle. Easy. Probably 200. Advantage? Probably 215. Gosh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we pull up to lunch box's ball. He's got about a 165 shot. Yep. Oh, for me, pull out the hybrid. He pulled out the hybrid. Because it's uphill. It is an uphill. So you're shooting about 180. Yes. And boom. Beautiful shot. Crush it. It's just kind of going pushing, to the right. fade into the right a little bit. Hits on the fringe. Is there water? Is there water? No, 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 no water. Oh. Hits on the fringe on the right side of the green. Kicks right off the green. Not bad. It's off the green about pin high. Pin high. All right. Let's go to your ball, Eddie. Go to my ball. It's way up there. So we're in the cart for about another two minutes. Advantage. Gosh. <laughs> I get the range finder. So it's about what, 135? 135. 135. I'm like, man, I've been hitting my club. That's an eight iron for me. But I've been hitting my clubs just a little weak. Screw it. I'm going to swing. I, the, the drive, the, the hard drive worked. I'm going to pull a nine iron, give it a good solid shot, and I'll get there. Get the nine iron. Go back. Perfect contact. Coach. Wow. The ball Flush. is right on the pin. I mean, if it was the PGA Tour or Liv, the tracker would look like it was going right on the yeah, They don't have the tracker on Liv. L- they will. It lands short of the it's green. It's going to leave the PGA Tour for Liv. Announcement <laughs> coming soon. <laughs> What's our boy's name? Uh, Jim Nance. Flaherty. No, no, no. Our boy that works with the track man. Oh, oh Patrick. Patrick's <laughs> it's going to live. So anyway, Coach. Okay, Coach, for the inside joke that nobody understands. Uh, sorry, Coach. That's what we were reaching for. So my ball is nah, short of the green. The it's <laughs> on the fringe. Probably about 10 yard, ten feet away from the hole. Okay, so advantage, gosha. Yes. Lunchbox goes up to his ball. He chips it. Oh, it's a great line, dude. Going right for the pin. Is he going for birdie? He's going for bird with a chip. 
and then it slows down. Oh my gosh, hard, hard. It starts falls falling. off a shelf. It starts falling down a hard. <laughs> oh, you didn't see the shelf. To the front of the no, green. I didn't see it's the shelf. It's a false front. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's just the the green slopes that way, and it just. I mean, I, I'm. Coach, this ball lands in the front of the green. He's probably about 14 feet away from the pin. Yeah. Not that, good. That's a tough And the putt's putt. going to be a hard breaker left. It's going to be a tough Hard. Hard breaker. So I look at mine. I'm like, man, I've got about two feet of fringe. Should I chip it or should I putt it? You got to putt. I chipped it. Dang it. So I go practice a little chip. Just what are you swinging? The 60, the 58, fi- or the, the 56? Coach. 56. I 56. met a guy the other day with a 58. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> He was 58 or he had a 58? <laughs> Is that right, Coach? Is that right? Oh, damn right. So I go back. I chip it. <laughs> In the hole! In the oh. hole! Let's go! Coach, I threw my club up. I'm like, that's how you win. That's how you win. Where do you think Juan Soto got that bat flip from? Eddie's Eddie. golf. Coach. So because you made that, though, he could have tied if he drained this Absolutely. next one. Absolutely. All right. Lunch, take it away. So, I mean, Eddie's celebrating like he's won something. No, no, something. no, no, Coach, Coach, Coach. Lunchbox goes up. He does the walk. He stands walk over. Walk of shame. I've no. seen it. No. He's, he no. He stands he's over. Lying. No. He's lying. He passes his ball. Stands lying. between the hole and the ball. Okay, Spieth. Stands no. over it. Leans a little left. <laughs> leans a little right. He backs up. He puts the club up right in front of his face. Okay, okay. Coach, hit the damn ball, Coach. <laughs> I marked it again. Picked it up. Wiped <laughs> it, it off. A double mark. Hey, he, Lined no, it up. no, he marked it. Threw the ball at me. I'm like, get the <laughs> out of here, dude. <laughs> Put it back down. <laughs> Treated you like his caddy. <laughs> Looked at it. Ah, 14 footer. This is makeable. It's going to be a hard breaker left. Bring the club back. My putter that is bent. Big time. I mean, you've had it for 80 years. Yeah, it's my first uh, putter when I turned 16. You need a Cameron like Speed has. And Scotty Cameron. Yeah. Pull it back. It's going right for the hole. Coach, it's going in. It's going in. It's going in. Gets about four inches from the cup. It starts going left. Misses by two inches. Wow. What a finish, guys. At Nashboro, zero fans were treated to that ending. Oh, yeah, zero fans. <laughs> zero. <laughs> Dude, I thought about that all day yesterday. It was unbelievable. That was a great come from behind because he was up four, and you closed in, and he ended up beating him in regulation. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. What's so much fun is it's not like, oh, I, he triple bogeyed, and I bogeyed, and I won. Like, no, this was a no, legit, no, I, yeah, yeah, it was legit a dog fight. God, it was, it was, it was great, dude. I know my stories don't matter to you guys because no, you they do because you I go by your yourself. Stories. No, you don't know the people. But I played with Justin. Where did we play at? Hi. Oh, that's your called? new friend, yeah. J-, J. Cole. I've been friends with Justin for two years. But where's the one that uh, Justin Leonard? Up in the woods, there's the park, and you go through Bell Mead. What's that one called? Harpeth. Yeah, we went there when on a, on a Friday, oh. a random. We just did nine holes. They put us with some random guy from Google. He was like an executive. You went to Harpeth Hills. Golf yeah. course or the Harpeth Valley? Like Little Harpeth nine hole. is the nine hole. The nine no, hole. we did the hills. Okay. Harpeth Coach, hills. that's tough. Okay, and so I started out hot. I mean, I'm going par, I believe. I went par, par on the back nine. So, you know, the first hole, you got to cut it. You go. You got to cut it? Yeah, because there's those trees there, and I cut it through the trees. And so I had a second shot to get it on the green for a, par, for a birdie putt, and I missed the birdie and got a par. 
Yeah, Eddie, they flipped it where the number 10 is that one that's dogleg left. Oh, okay. So, yeah, there's the big trees in the yeah. left. So, anyways, gotta, gotta, I started hot, okay? But what my point is this. That's awesome that you guys are competitive. When did you do this? When was this? Last Friday. Okay. But my, my point is this. It's awesome that you guys are going neck and neck because me and my buddy, I'm. it's been about two months straight now. I beat him every time. But this last hole... This last time we went out, we go to that one, okay? I start out hot. I'm already ahead up by two or three. Well, then apparently I just let the ultras get to my head because I was in no man's land. So I, was five ultra. Okay. I was five back, six back, seven back. It gets to the final hole, and he's up by one. I par, he triple bogeys, and I win. But the point is this. Exactly. The fact that you guys are now competitive again, that's a good feeling because I don't have that with Justin. I almost need to start going with somebody else. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go on, is Justin okay with you telling this? Yes, he's okay. fine with it. But he's even, <laughs> he's even started saying, he's like, you know, we can't go to McCabe anymore. Oh, you beat me at my home course because his home course okay. is Harpeth. Okay. So, so that's the thing. Once you advance past one of your friends, then it's time to make a new golf friend. And that's what I'm looking for. No, Somebody no. that's my level. This is what happened with you in South Beach, Coach. No, stick <laughs> with him. That's what I'm saying. And that's the point of my story is that I stuck with Lunchbox for uh, years. He, he gave up on me for a little bit. There were bit. a couple spells in there where yeah. I we didn't play as much. Yeah, he gave up on me a little bit. That's when I kind of started playing with some of these other, you know, like that guy George. Yeah. Stuff. That's okay, though. But, but Coach, Coach, stick with him. Because look at Lunchbox. He got so much. He started spending thousands of dollars on lessons. He's a different player now. But yeah, Justin got the final hole. He got so excited because he was about to win. And he triples, and I hit a great drive, an amazing second shot. I had a birdie. Oh, it was a crappy second shot. I had to go through the trees, then a third shot onto the green, then an amazing putt to get a par, and I he tripled. I beat him by 10. But what it showed was when it push comes to shove, when the red light's on, I'm going to win. Even yeah. though I got drunk for yes. four straight holes, <laughs> guys, I put, picked it back up. I knew I needed to be clutching the night. I mean, what a swing! Ray got down by seven strokes uh-huh. after being up by three strokes and won by two strokes, all in nine holes. That's, that's a side. That is unbelievable. Hey, hey, I mean, that's God, a side of some good. bad golf. Wow. You all suck, <laughs> guys. I don't know if you were able to do the math. That's a side of some bad golf, right there. <laughs> I mean, Damn. The so do you guys do a triple max, all or right. do you count all the strokes? No, dude, you thought we we were fine. No, we do a triple max. Okay. We cap it, but it, I mean, rarely you got to use it. But the dude, the Google guy, <laughs> I don't think you rarely no, 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 use no, no, it. No, 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 we rarely use it. Hey, rarely <laughs> use it, my ass. All right, we use it a little bit, the a go- little bit. Hey, the Google guy, he had all the equipment. You know how Eddie, you have a push cart. Uh-huh. Well, his was motorized. His had like a, a little radar thing on it, and it, he had a remote control, <laughs> and then he had a chair on his where he could just what? Pu- yeah, a chair would pull out of his cart, and he would be able to sit at holes. That's bad. And then he had a range finder that was just built into the whatever it's called, the push cart, but it would just go on its own. It had to have been a five thousand dollar cart. Yeah. He had. He had all the money invested in his clubs, the perfect balls. He's offering me. Oh, he, he sucks. He's like, no. He's like, do you have a little mar- ball marker? And I go, no, dude. I just use a T. He had these amazing ball markers. He had everything. But he didn't have a golf game. That's it was so sad. Hey, money can't buy dude, you a golf game, money dude. Money can't buy you friends because he was a single. And money can't buy you a <laughs> He had to join with us. And he was terrible at golf. I was like, man, this life is crazy. Coach, was he nice? So nice. Yeah. Nicest guy ever. Like, yeah, I mean, Justin was a little worried because we have a rule where we do one mulligan a nine. And Justin 
He's like very professional. He works at Vandy. He's like, sir, are you okay with us using one mulligan per nine? The guy's like, yeah, I don't care. What do you, don't <laughs> ever your, come to me like that. Score, don't ever come to me like that again. <laughs> but yeah, you, yeah. You asked him for permission <laughs> to we, use a mulligan? Because we felt at first we thought the dude was about to be on the senior tour. We thought he was a professional at golf. He faked it good for one hole. But then after that, I mean, it, the dude couldn't hit it 10 feet. I, I've never seen it. It, it, the yips came from the chipping range, from the driving. From, he, he was good at driving, but he was playing from the yellows. So he, the I mean, yellows. Yeah. So I mean, he never had to play with a tree. Is he handicapped? No, but he's he older, old? older, older, older dude. Oh, he's oh, fifty-five. He's older. Man. Yeah. Okay. But he, so he never had to deal with trees because the yellows were already in front of the trees. So it, obstacles were always cleared out for him. But dude, his putting. I mean, he'd get on the green. So you're saying he wouldn't do good at holy moly? He, hey. <laughs> He wasn't just one of those two putts on the green. One of the putts would always leave the green. Oh, then he'd have to get God. back on the green. Oh, God. I was like, I told him, I was like, dude, at that man, he apparently lives in a mansion. I was like, dude, at the mansion, you got to get your old lady to let you put up a little fake putting green so you can work on that a little You bit. would tell him that, Coach? <laughs> yeah. I was, jack- I was jacking with him. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> oh, well, coach, I played with a guy with one leg, and he he even hit from the white tees. Holy hell. Was it Hansel? <laughs> No, uh, did he have a, did he have a prosthetic? Yeah, he had a stick. It was like a stick leg. Okay, so he did. But you, when you were saying one leg, I was like, man, he's hopping around on one leg. Coach, no- he had a, a pole for a leg, and it was on a his shoe was on the pole. <laughs> like his shoe was on the fake yeah, that, leg. Yeah, 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 that's what. Yeah, okay, okay. okay. Was he wearing shorts? And he in his club, it was um, he couldn't bend over because the leg just didn't hold up. Did you help him? No, he had uh, on it in the back of his clubs. He had this contraption. That looked like uh, a claw and uh, like some kind of like money clip on it. And he would put the ball, he would, on the money clip, he would put the T. And in the claw, he would put the ball. And he would stick the T into the ground and then hit a button and the ball would release and leave it on the T. It was unbelievable. The That's technology they cool. have nowadays. He never had to bend over to put a tee, uh, to put the ball in the tee. So did you get the ball out of the hole for him? Hell no, coach. Or did he, he have a little he thing had on a the thing back of his for that, A little suction thing go <laughs> and he would grab the ball and take it out of the hole. Wow. It was unbelievable. you you learn about people from all walks of life on the course even if you don't like golf and you learn new technology. I mean, I had no idea they had some of these rinky-dink things that can end up trap contraptions and crap. You know what we need? Why do we not have a ball retriever so, like, when we hit it in the water? Why do we not carry one of those? Those are old for people the, have those. the retired people. Yeah, do that. old people have those. Oh. I almost hit a guy one time. I was like, dude, I'm so sorry. I didn't even see you down there. He's like, nope. It was on me. I'm not even golfing today. I'm just collecting balls. Yeah. I was like, what? The last time Eddie and I played over there, the roads, uh, they were, we were about to tee off on one hole, and the guys are fishing. And we're like, hey, man. And he goes, okay. And he just ducked down. I'm like, no, no, you might want to move. Gosh, like, he laid down flat. I'm like, no, get the fuck out of the way, dude. <laughs> he was just fishing. Oh, I had a nightmare start the other time. You guys weren't with me at McCabe. First hole on back nine. Uh, you know how you can, if you pull it past the trees, you can. there's other carts over there? I drilled the facade of the guy's cart. I just about killed a man. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? 
I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A new season of Bridgerton is here. And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabrielle Collins, and this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Colin Bridgerton has returned from his travels abroad. Is betrothal written in the stars for The Eligible Bachelor? Meanwhile, the ton is reverberating with speculation of who holds Lady Whistledown's pen. We're discussing it all. I sit down with Nicola Coughlin, Luke Newton, Shonda Rhimes, and more to offer an exclusive peek behind the scenes of each episode of the new season. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then... Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You did? Yeah, that's when you know you're not scoring this one. I was like, guys, I'm so sorry. He's like, well, nobody's hurt, but it hit the very front of our golf cart. I'm like, I know, I heard it from the tee box. Uh, Sorry, guys. And then that's when I threw away the scorecard. We're not going to score today. Good God, that was a nightmare start. Eddie hit a house yesterday. I did. Coach. I did. Just the, just the But it was just the house. Yeah, it was on the window. You no need window. to knock on the front door. No, I don't even think they heard it. But I do like that Eddie played from their backyard. Like, he still hit the ball. Hell yeah, I did. <laughs> you got to get it past. Like, you can't play from somebody's backyard. Coach, it, it, was, it was like a townhouse. Yeah. And, and, he, and his um, club was touching their house when he hit. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, pretty oh, much. Oh. Dude, it's funny you bring that up because Justin, we were at, what was it? Uh, what's Legacy? Legacy, that one. Yeah. yeah. Brother's Place? No, Legacy. That's where Brother lives. Brother's Club. It was 12 Stones. Okay. Okay. Not, that's, not not where, that's not Brother's we're Club. We're at 12 Stones. He's in the lady's backyard. The lady comes out of her house oh, yeah, and they goes, don't like that. you're not going to hit that, are you? 
And I'm like, oh my gosh, Jay, definitely get that in the other side of the white line or red or whatever the line white. color was. He was going from the backyard, folks. Oh, my buddy Chris, when we were in college, he, I mean, nailed a house. Boom! Like, nailed it. We're like, we're driving up. Oh, my gosh. And we're like, oh, boy. And the guy comes out. He goes, hey, man, here's your ball. <laughs> Threw it back to him. Oh, uh, thanks. Wow. We awkward. thought he was coming out to be all pissed. Still awkward, I mean? though. Still awkward as hell. But he was just like, hey, man, here's your ball. And gave it to him. You know, like, usually you're thinking, oh, he's going to come out here and be mad. Sort of like when I broke the window in college. I was playing. I used to have a really bad slice. And I was on the left side. And I took my three wood out. Boom. Straight. Broke the window. No, shattered the back door. Oh, God. And this kid comes out, and he's like, I called my mom and dad, and they want me to get your phone number and your name. And I was like, yeah, okay, cool. It's 999-999-69. hot bods. I mean, I was like, you can have that number anytime you want. Whatever, I'm out. I didn't give him a real number. Coach, that's crazy. Like, why would I give him a real number? Because you broke their window, their door. They live on a golf course. Yeah, my cousin lives on a golf course on Legacy, uh, the one where people try to cut it. Yeah, yeah, because it's Brothers Club. Yeah, and he said, dude, he has buckets of golf balls in his backyard. He's had a couple people hit his house, break windows. But I'm telling you, he has, dude, he goes, if you ever need any balls, I got tons, every every brand you can think of. Soft, Hey, hard, I got. I found fast. you a Kirkland ball yesterday. Soft, so you know. hard, oh, Coach, Kirkland ball. We got three Kirklands for you, Coach. Kirkland glove, thank you. <laughs> this has nothing to do with breaking windows, boys, but one time I was playing with a guy. And I was, we, we, we're not supposed to talk about golf. We've talked about golf for like the last 20 minutes. But listen, maybe we turn this into a golf podcast. I had to take a piss. And so he was hitting it, and I was like, oh, I'm going to go over here by this tree. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, dude. Hey, dude. Whoa, whoa. Hey, dude. Dude, don't, 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 don't piss there. Like, what do you mean? What? Don't, no, just, just, just wait till we see a bathroom. I've already got it out. I'm like, what? We're at a golf course, dude. He's like, no, man. Last time I played with this dude, it's crazy, man. Like, he took a piss. And this little girl was in the backyard, and the parents saw him taking a piss, and they called the cops on him and got arrested. Public indecency. <laughs> well, I'm never draining my lizard He again. said he went to jail. No. Way. Yes. Did they put his clubs in the back of the cop car? <laughs> <laughs> he turned in his scorecard. Yeah, we, oh, hey, he got DQ'd. When they booked him. Uh, here's my scorecard. Right, your possessions. You know, M.D.'s pocket. T's. Ball marker. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That was wild. Wow, man. I've always thought about that, but I was like, nah, nobody will report you. Yeah, well, in this case, they did. I mean, uh, at McCabe, the only person that's going to see is one of the runner chicks. That's all you need. Well, I mean, what's she going to identify you by? Your doing. <laughs> it was it was small. He was, was a uh, short guy. Was a short guy. No more than two inches. <laughs> yeah, didn't have much movement to it. <laughs> a weak stream. Right. <laughs> it dog leg left. Are you talking about the hole or what are you talking about, uh, man? He had some baldness on, <laughs> no, no, on top of his head. <laughs> oh, oh, boy. God. All right. All right. Let's go home. Hey, man. Wait, is that it? Green team tonight. <laughs> We're done with doing the oh. podcast. Green team tonight. We're going for our first win of the season. We're 0 and 3. We're at. Tell everyone where we're at so they can go. Uh, Douglas Park. We've been outscored on the season 19 to 1. 8 o'clock. Uh, 6.15. Oh, that's early, Cook. Yeah. But we've given up 19 goals. We scored one. So let's uh, try to get that win tonight. Coach, good luck with that. Give me a minute. I didn't bring this up last podcast. 
I would like to thank the Sore Losers Nation. Chris in Vegas put up a post to help Boomer. Boomer is going to the state championship. And let me say that it's in the state, so it's in the same state. So That's there's no state championship. There's no flights, but so there well, is. Yeah, how is it so expensive? Why, why are we donating so much money for him to drive somewhere? Guys, <laughs> I'm asking the same question. Yes. It is an eight-hour drive. Gas is expensive. Um, but yeah, there's hotel, there's steak dinners, there's hot tubs for Boomer. I guess I don't know. But the Sore Losers Nation has donated way too much money. Boomer is going to win the damn tournament Hold because on. he's eating all I the don't candy. Know. Hold on. <laughs> I, I'm from Travis Burleson. You guys are playing the number one team in the state. I, I don't know how this Travis Burleson guy knows everything about Little League Baseball. That's worrisome. I mean, we might want to check. That's his- concerning. Wait, does he know that? Is that the first game or is that later on? I will tell you. I will go to the post and I will tell you what he said. But he was like, dude, it's like you're playing the number one team in the state. They have this guy, this guy, this guy. And I'm like, what is he talking yeah, about? Yeah, if it's that team out of Detroit, watch out. I think they got Prince Fielder Jr. Jr. Because that guy can hit the <laughs> shit out of the Junior, ball. Junior, Junior. <laughs> hey, coach, coach. Uh is there any way we can get a Sore Losers Nation patch on the uniforms? <laughs> yeah. Since they sponsored the trip? Good, no joke. I I was feeling guilty about it. I was like, Chris, Chris, we need to shut down this fundraiser. You guys have raised way too much, but seriously, thank you. It helps Boomer, the family, awesome, everybody. Man. That's so cool that they did that. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you know, otherwise Boomer wouldn't be able to drive himself. And guys, so much money was raised, the whole team, they're going to be able to drink the whole first night. <laughs> Those kids are going to be getting 24 packs of Keystone Light, baby. Good for them, coach. Okay, here, here is from Travis Burleson. Taylor North is going to be a tough team to beat. Heard they have the top five kids from last year's Little League World Series championship team on there. Good luck, Boomer. Oh, maybe we need to take that money back, guys. Don't even go down. Yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Top five? Yeah, they have the top five kids from the Little Ooh. League World Series championship team. I don't know how he knows that. Yeah, that's very weird. No, Taylor North was in the LLWS. Really? Yeah. Dang. The Michigan team was from Taylor North, and so, Taylor North is who they play, so, I guess, first game. I tell Boomer, instead of going and getting his ass kicked, go on vacation, man. Coach, Dude, can we watch this on TV? I wish. Uh, can your sister stream? Yeah, she's done it before in the past. It's on Saturday. I'm going to be at the boat party, but... Hopefully next week or something. Maybe she'll stream it on Saturday. I don't okay. know. She'll put a link on the Facebook, Sore Losers Nation Facebook. And but- a sh- shout out to Kevin Pollitz. Coaches, I'm currently on a cross-country continent or cross-continent trip through South America, and I've gotten to say thanks because these long bus rides are really a lot more fun with the Sore Losers. I stopped listening a couple months ago just to prepare for this trip, and now I'm listening to all the old podcasts on these bus rides. And you want to know why he's on this bus ride? This is very interesting, I found. Missionary? Nope. Oh, I'd like that. Uh, Backstory. I met a dude in Mexico City a couple months ago. Michael? I love him. They became friends. He was heading back to his hometown in Brazil and asked if I wanted to go along. You want to come with me? And so I jumped on a bus, and here we are going across South America, currently in Argentina. We're getting married tomorrow. Guys, do you want an update on Michael? Yeah, we'd like an update. Coach, you got an update? Yeah. I don't even know if he wants me to read this. Who cares? All right. Well, I don't know my sister-in-law on those stories out there, but batter's fuck. So Michael, the guy I stayed in Paris with for my bachelor party, he goes, "Yo, I spent a month out in Vegas for a World Series of Poker. Had a blast, but lost like twenty thousand dollars. I'm on a cruise ship now out of Florida right now, uh, out of the country for a week. Was listening to Friday's show, and y'all went on about Big Brother." One of my buddies from poker actually won a season at Big Brother Canada. His name is John Party, ironically enough. That's badass. If y'all ever want to do a call with him, let me know. Also, the guy was in Vegas with his name, John Van Fleet, goes by Ape Styles. 
He's one of the winningest online players, 20 million in a tournament, 4 million profit. We get him on too. Anyways, he goes, miss you, brother, Michael. I still listen to every episode and get a kick out of y'all bringing up the bachelor party. Michael in Vegas. Stayed with him at Paris. I left him candy. So he knows John Party? He had gobstoppers next to his bed, and when he went in the bathroom, I believe I had some mango peach rings in there for him. And did you say, get them off? Did you say, hey, where where did you put those peach rings, man? Hey, can you take these off with your mouth? (laughs) (laughs) Michael in Vegas, man, had a blast with that dude. Oh, boy. Peach. I'm never going to see peach rings the same. (laughs) Yeah. Ever again. And shout out to my buddy Austin. He busted out of the World Series of Poker. He didn't win it. Yeah, he butt like a busted out. Like yeah, he busted bust. out like he was out. So he took a rented a convertible to drive to California. That's what's up? Good luck to Boomer. If you're looking online, Maria may post the link. Muff, uh, just look for a kid that looks like Noah Syndergaard. When do they play? When is it? Saturday. Saturday. I'll be on the boat. Uh, Saturday. This Saturday. This Saturday. Yeah, they could be out by so Sunday. So they were going no matter what. There was no way this money allowed them to go because they were either going or they weren't going. They wouldn't have been out. Correct. Like, here's what it is. The, I was always questioning it. It was an eight-hour drive. They had to cross the bridge. It cost money to cross the bridge. The thing of it is these parents are from coal mine. They're from the lumber mill. It's not like it's the upper echelon of society. They're struggling to get by. Some of them needed help getting their kids downstate. Eight-hour drive, over 400 miles. God bless them. Come so, on. so it's a thing where like people chip in, but probably some players were going to opt out because they couldn't afford gotcha. to go. Okay, I was but, like, I, was I mean, you guys made it possible. Boomer's hey. going to take a limo downstate. Thank hey, you, Sword Losers Nation. Hey, Sword Losers Nation for life. They're going to get a stretch Hummer. Here we go. Hi, coaches. Here's Simon Levive. I hope you're doing well. That's what just Sword happened to Losers them. Nation for life. They got swindled. <laughs> All right, I everybody. Really appreciate it for life. Have a great Wednesday. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everyone. And then guitar- they hit another home run. It counts. That guitar part was badass. That is pretty sweet. I never heard that. I just got another text from Michael. He said, uh, I miss you. Go F yourself. <laughs> he said that? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> He's like, don't ever can talk about me on the podcast again. Oh, boy. I'm actually a cool dude. Okay. All right, I got to go. Tea time? Yeah, man. I'm going to try to walk on here at one. All right. I'll go with. You want to? No. Harpeth? Hell no. It's too far? Yeah. Coach, it's challenging. I don't know how you played that well there. No, no, I didn't was, play uh, well. My buddy just first, played. You parred the first one. That hole's hard as. Yeah, because I cut through the trees. I had a shot, and I hit it on the green. I had a birdie shot. Coach, I can, I can drive the crap out of that hole, and I'm still like 180 away. Right, because I cut through the tree. I just went to the left of the tree. It was okay. a miracle. And then it went all the way through. If you risk it, you go all the way through. And yeah. so I was 120 out, chipped it easily. That's Easy legit. chip on the green, at a birdie, and missed it. That's legit. I think that tech exec, he probably, like, quadded that one. No, he hit it in the bunker. That's when we learned he was bad. <laughs> Good drive, then he was in the bunker. It's the Kia Summer Sticker Sales Event, so give your friends something to look at, like a B&B with an ocean view, an endless field of wildflowers, or a sunset that needs no filter. Make this a summer to share and save with a capable Kia SUV or powerful sedan. See your local Kia dealer or visit Kia.com to learn more. Kia, movement that inspires. Call 800-334-KIA for details. Always drive safely. Sale applies to purchase of specially tagged 2024 vehicles only. Quantities are limited. Must take delivery by 7824. A new season of Bridgerton is here. 
And with it, a new season of Bridgerton, the official podcast. I'm your host, Gabby Collins. And this season, we are bringing fans even deeper into the ton. Watch season three of the Shondaland series on Netflix. Then fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.